How many excited to be here today? Come on, it's a new year. I'm excited to be here, and and this is an exciting weekend because with a new year really comes new opportunities, new possibilities, new opportunities, new goals, and a new you. And I I just believe that God has an amazing word for us uh, this weekend. And um, we're going to be talking about the embracing the new, embracing the new season that God has for your life. God wants to do something new inside of you this year, 2023. And the cool thing about this is that we serve a God who is all about new beginnings. We serve a God who is all about new beginnings. He loves new beginnings. I hope you received that this weekend because I don't know what last year looked like, but now it's this year. It's a, it's a new year. I don't know what your past looks like, but I know who ro- rules the future and that's Jesus Christ. Listen, I don't know what you did or what you did a few hours ago, what your past looks like, what your family looks like. I can tell you this, that God wants to give you a new beginning, amen? He's all about new beginnings. And with the new year comes that. And so as I was praying for kind of direction, I wanted to go this weekend. I really felt the Lord leading me to really talk about the new season that God wants us to enter in. God wants to give us a new season, a new era, a new year to embrace the new that God wants to do in and through your life. So if you have a Bible, go with Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12, and uh, some context to this uh, portion of scripture, the Israelites, they had been in captivity, enslaved for 430 years, and they had been working for Pharaoh. They had been building the Egyptians' palaces and, and pyramids and really working for Pharaoh. And they had gotten so comfortable in their slavery, so comfortable in their bondage, that when Moses had tried to free them the first time, they first resisted Moses. They said, no, we're good. We're comfortable where we're at. Pharaoh feeds us and Pharaoh gives us a nice place to stay. And the places where they were staying were terrible places, but they had got so comfortable in that, in that prison, in that, in that bondage. And so what happens is Moses is like, listen, I've been called to set you free. And so what happens is 10 plagues hit the land of Egypt. And on the 10th plague, Pharaoh finally lets the Israelites go to work worship their God. And so this is what happens. The Israelites are coming out of of a season of captivity, a season of bondage, a season of, of slavery, and they're about to enter into a new season. And look what Exodus 12, verse 51, it says this, on that same day, the Lord brought the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. The new King James says, and it came to pass on that very same day, that the Lord brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. The Israelites, they were leaving a season of discouragement and were about to enter into a season of promise. They had been waiting for this for over 400 years. And I love the beginning of that verse because it says, and it came to pass. And it came to pass. Come on, aren't you thankful that some things came to pass this year in 2022? Some things did not come to stay, but it came to pass. Everything in your life is coming to pass. Everything can fit in your life in those four words. It came to pass. Everything is coming to pass. It's either coming or passing. Seasons come and go. Laws come and go. Presidents come and go. Life comes and go. It's all coming to pass. And if we don't get comfortable with change and transition, we'll be miserable for the rest of our lives because change is inevitable. It comes, it comes. Everything is coming or going. And once you know that you can treasure every season that is a gift, every, everything that, every relationship that you have is a gift. And I really want to encourage us to not 
clinch the past, not hold on to the past year. Because a lot of us can get so addicted to the past year and fail to move forward into the new year because we're so addicted to the past year. But when June realized that life is a gift, every relationship is a gift, that you don't hold on to the past, but you hold life with an open hand and say, it's coming to pass. I'm telling you, your year is going to be amazing. You got to, everything is coming to pass. Your parents, your kids, everything. Some of your, some of you, your hair is passing away already. All right. So, I mean, everything is coming to pass. All right. Everything. And so our, our, the only thing that is really, uh, that's unchanging, that's everlasting is God himself. Amen. God himself never changes. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning. He is the beginning. He never changes. Your relationship with God never changes changes. He loves you unconditionally. Listen, the things that you do for God, that never changes his love for you. Listen, he loves you, your relationship with him, God himself. Those are the things that you can take into eternity. Everything else is passing away. Your house is passing. Everything is passing away. And I believe that this year we can count on God. The one thing that is sustainable through it all, that we can count on God this new year, 2023. Are you guys with me? Can we begin to count on God this year? He is sustainable. And so I love how the Israelites, they're coming out of time of captivity and they were stepping into a new season. And in order to step into a new season, you really need to understand what God just brought you through. And so the Israelites, they've been in captivity for 430 years. And I believe that um, in order to step into a new season, a new year, you need to know and realize what God had just brought you through the year 2022 in order to step into this new season. And so go up to verse 31 in Exodus 12. It says this, Then he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, Rise up, get up from among my people, both you and the sons of Israel, and go worship the Lord as you have said. Take both your flocks and your herds as you have said, and go and bless me also. The Egyptians urged the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, we will all be dead. So the people took their dough before it was leavened with their kneading bowls, bound it up in their clothes and on their shoulders. Now the sons of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, for they had requested from the Egyptians articles of silver and articles of gold and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor. Catch that. The Lord had given people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they let them have their request. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. See, what Moses was telling the Israelites, listen, you've been through a lot. 430 years, you've been through a lot of turmoil, a lot of hurt. You've seen as your parents have died in this country, your kids have died in this country. And you need to leave this country better than what you came into this country with. You need to leave with some silver and some gold. You need to leave better than what you came into. And I believe that we need to leave 2022 better than what we came in with. Some of us, man, we're stuck in 2022 still. We're stuck. We're addicted to the, to the past. And some of us need to leave 2022 with a heart of gratitude and thankfulness for all that God has done for you. Listen, the devil had tried to maybe mess with your mind, mess with your marriage, mess with your kids, mess with relationships. And listen, you need to let that go and move forward into the new season that God has for you. Make sure you leave this year better than you came into it. And some of us, man, we're leaving this year with just a lot of hurt and turmoil and, and a lot of struggles and troubles and a lot of things that you're holding on to. And let me say this, because how you leave one season of your life is how you'll enter the next season. How you leave one year is how you'll enter the next year. How you leave one place is how you'll start the next place. It's not always how you start, but it's how you finish. 
People often remember how you finish something than how you start something. And how you, how you finish something is so crucial because what you carry from one season, because what you carry from one year will determine how you handle the next season and the next year. And some of us, man, we're taking hurts, we're taking wounds, we're taking discouragement, we're taking regrets, right? Oh, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't go to that place. I wish I didn't date that person. I wish I didn't say that one thing to my mom or my dad. Or I wish I didn't do that. And listen, you can't change the past. You can't change it. So you need to unpack that shame, unpack that discouragement, unpack the regrets and start entering into the new season that God has for you. And see, a lot of us, we put our hope in, in, in the calendar, in like the new year, right? And once the new year hits, all of my problems are going to disappear. Like I'll have no more battles, no more struggles, no more troubles. Once January 1st hits, everything is going to be different. And let me say this, that's not going to change. You're still going to have battles and struggles and troubles once the new year hits. What I'll tell you is that what will change is if you start to change the inside of you first. If you start to change your heart and you start to have an attitude of gratitude going into this next year with thanking God for the blessings that he has given you, that every breath is a blessing, every step is a blessing. Listen, the new year doesn't fix your marriage. The new year doesn't fix your financial problems, doesn't fix the tension in your house or the confusion. What will change is if you start to change the inside, your mindset, your attitude. So what you should expect for 2023, it all depends on you doesn't depend on CLC, doesn't depend on your spouse, doesn't depend on your kids. It all depends on you of whether or not you're going to have this attitude of gratitude. If you're going to change your mindset and your belief. And so the Moses and the Israelites, they, he was saying, you need to leave better than what you came in. You need to finish stronger than what you came into this country with. It's time to step into a new season and not a season of bondage, but a season of freedom. And so there's a couple things that I want to give you this weekend as you're gearing up for the new season, the new era that God has for you this year. And so if you're taking notes, my first point for you to this is you got to protect your heart. You got to protect your heart this new year. I mean, there are so many hospitals all around the world that people literally just checked in because of heart issues, right? Heart attacks, clogged arteries, just heart failure. So many people have checked in. And I believe that every, with every physical problem, there's some spiritual connection to this. Look what first, uh, third John 1 says, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul is prospering. The key to living a good life on the outside is living a good life on the inside. The key to living a prosperous life on the outside is making sure you're prospering on the inside, that your soul is getting healthier and stronger, being set free from anything ungodly that comes inside your heart. Right now, I mean, we see so many mental health issues and we see so many shootings. And I believe a lot of the shootings that we see in our schools and around America is it all starts right here in the heart. Because every outside action thoughts with, starts with a thought or starts with a feeling. And so if your heart is not right, if your heart's not in a good place, some really bad things begin to happen. And Jesus taught a lot about the heart. In fact, every gospel, Jesus kind of addresses issues with the heart. I'm going to hit you with a few scriptures. Look at Matthew 15, 18 through 19. It says, but the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, come from the heart. And those defile the man. 
For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, uh, fornifications, thefts, fault witnesses, and slanders. Look at Mark 7. It says, For from what is it in a person's heart, out of the heart of a men proceed evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, and adulteries. It all flows from the heart. It all starts here. It all starts here. So when you're being a good, honest person, when you're, when you're living a good life, it's because your heart's in a really good spot. When you're prospering on the outside, when you're living for, on purpose, by a purpose, it's because your heart's in a really good spot. But if you do something outside of your character, like, man, why did I flip that person off going to church this morning, all right? <laughs> man, why did, I, why did I go off on that person? Why did I cuss like that? Why did I say that? It's because your heart's in a, in a really bad spot. Because out of the heart flows everything. That's why Jesus says, man, guard your heart above all else. The heart is deceitful above all things. You've got to protect your heart. And as Christians, we know that, that um, Satan doesn't want to destroy our body physically. Satan knows that if he can get inside your heart, inside your soul, he's in no hurry to destroy your life physically. Because he knows if he can inside your heart, he can mess with your mind. And he, he can make you do things that are outside of your character. So you've got to protect your heart. A couple enemies that might steal um, your heart um, is anger. Anger's a big one. I mean, so many of us go around just angry at the world. And anger really says, um, you owe me something, right? Anger says, you owe me, you owe me this, you owe me that, you owe me money, you owe me uh, a meal, whatever it is. Anger says, you owe me, they're going to pay. They owe me an apology, right? And Satan knows the bait that ticks you off. This year, he's going, to try to, he's going to try to tick you off with all kinds of different bait. He knows what, what gets under your skin. For some of you, it's an offense. Some of you, it's a secondhand offense. Not what they did to you, but it's what they did to your dad, what they did to your best friend. And you're like, I'm angry at them. And they owe. They owe. They owe an apology. They owe the community this. They owe someone this. And so anger tries to rob you of your heart. And anger is such a lie because anger promises a life that's fulfilling but in reality, anger, anger only makes you even more depressed. It's like drinking poison out of a bottle, hoping for someone else to die. Unforgiveness steals your heart. Some of you are carrying in some unforgiveness this year, and it's robbing you of the joy inside of your heart. Out of the heart comes issues. Every scandalous act. Every scandalous act. Look what Exodus 13, 2. Back to our story. The Israelites are coming out of bondage. And this is what it says in verse two. It says, sanctify to me every firstborn, the first offspring of every womb among the sons of Israel, both of man and beast, because it belongs to me. Sanctify. Sanctify. What that means is to set apart. Set apart your heart. Set apart your, 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 your blessings. Set apart your family. Set apart your finances. If you want to see the blessings of God in your life, you've got to follow the commandments of God. And so many of us want the benefits and the blessings of God this new year, but a lot of us won't sanctify our hearts, won't set our hearts apart and give the, our hearts to Jesus. A lot of us want a, a relationship with no strings attached, right? We want the benefits and the blessings, but we don't really want to surrender our hearts to Christ. And God is saying, man, I want, I want all of it. I want your whole heart. Listen, I, I tell people all this all the time. Success is not driving the nice car, having the great house, having the nice job. Success is just simply being obedient to God. And I pray that this new year that you are obedient to God, whatever he asks. And obedience sometimes doesn't look good on the outside. It really, a lot of times, obedience starts in here. 
It's taking those small steps and just obeying God and trusting him for whatever he has for you. Surrender your heart. You gotta protect your heart going into this new season, this new year. Number two is this, you gotta embrace the new. You gotta embrace the new. Look at Exodus 13, three. Moses said to the people, remember, remember this day in which you went out from Egypt from the house of slavery, for by a powerful hand, the Lord brought you out of this place and nothing leavened shall be eaten. Finish the year, start the year by remembering the good. Scientists have said it's a proven fact that humans oftentimes remember the negative versus the positive. That when they look back at the year, they often remember the things that hurt them, people who left them, people who betrayed them, who fired them from the job, who cut them off, who wasn't there for them, what the president did wrong, what the government should have done more of. And a lot of us, we just constantly focus on the negative all the time without focusing on the blessings and the positive things that happened in the year 2022. And I just wanna flip that mentality because listen, I said before, how you start a year, how, how, you, how you finish the year is how you're gonna start the year. So if you're finishing the year with negative thoughts, unforgiveness and bitterness and anger, that's more likely how you're going to start this new year. And don't expect anything to change if you can't learn to just let it go. If you can't begin to just focus on the positive and the blessings, listen, you've got to let your past go if you're gonna embrace the future, embrace the new season, the new year. You cannot grab hold of what is in front of you if you're still holding on to what's behind you. You can't move forward. You can't move forward. Listen, one of the names of God is the I am God. Not the I was or the I will be, it's the I am present, powerful God. Stop being so addicted to your past. Some of us, we're, we're addicted to the past. And a lot of us might be addicted to the past because of some things that have happened, right? And listen, this last year, some of you might've lost a loved one that was really close to you. Yes, honor those that we lost, but move forward into the new year, to the new season that God has for you. Maybe you wasn't losing someone. Maybe you walked through some painful things and you're stuck. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe it was, maybe it was something good that happened this year. And you're, you're, you're stuck in that. You're like, man, I, 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 I wish it was like the good old days. Man, I, I wish it was just when it was me and you or it was just us. Some people are addicted to their past because it was good. Some people are just stuck in their past because they can't move forward. Listen, you're gonna have to let go in order to enter into the new season. And too many people miss the momentum of entering into a new year because they're stuck in the past. And they can't embrace the new season that God has for their life. Embrace the new. Embrace the new. Listen, I'm telling you, you might have had some great memories last year. God wants to give you fresh memories this year. You might have had a great year financially for your company. God wants to do even more this year. You got to embrace the new thing that God has for you. It's time to be present. And so the Israelites, they're about to enter into this new season. And Moses is saying, remember the good. Remember this day that the Lord brought you out of slavery. Remember what he did for you. And number three, as we close this weekend, is to praise your way into the new year. Praise your way into the new season. Listen, what to expect in 2023? I'm not going to tell you that it's all going to be good and everything's going to go your way and you're going to have so much, so much good stuff happen. Listen, I'm going to tell you, 2023 is probably going to be a painful year. You're probably going to have some battles and troubles and struggles. 
and anxiety and depression and, and losing loved ones. And I can't promise you that it's all going to be good. Look what, look what in our story, Exodus 13, verse 17. It says, now when Pharaoh had let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, even though it was near. For God said the people might change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. Even though it was the easier road, it was the shorter road, it was the closer road, God could have led the Israelites through the shorter road, the easier road. Instead, he led them through a more difficult road. Listen, I, I, I like getting from A to B. I don't like the in-between, all right? But sometimes God takes you through that. And he might take you through that this year, 2023. He might not take you through the easier or the shorter road. He might take you through a more difficult road difficult road. And some of you this year are going to face some battles, some battles that seem impossible. But I, I'm encouraged by Ecclesiastes 3, which says there's an appointed time for everything. And there's a time for everything under heaven. The battle that you're facing has an end, has a season. Ecclesiastes 3, 4, it says a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Some of you have been weeping for a long time. And I want to say that this year could be the year that you start to laugh again. Listen, I went through uh, uh, several years of just uh, of, of sadness, of weeping, weeping season, just sad about a lot of different things. And I was encouraged by that verse that even though sorrow lasts only a night, his joy comes in the morning. Some of you are going to laugh this year. You haven't laughed in a long time. And this could be the year that you start to get your hopes up. And I, I, was, I was driving back from Michigan, spent the week up there with some family and, and I was driving back and 2 Corinthians 4 came to my mind and I, I love this verse. 2 Corinthians 4, 16. It says, therefore, don't lose heart. Therefore, don't lose heart. But though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Therefore, don't lose heart. Even though you're going through painful seasons, even though you're going through battles, even though things aren't going the best for me, even though things are happening all to my friends, they're getting blessed financially, they're all getting pregnant and we're just stuck here. Listen, don't lose heart in the battle. Don't lose heart. And I love the, 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 the last part of this in 2 Corinthians 4. It says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. So we gotta remember, Paul is saying that we don't fix our eyes on what is seen because what is seen is only temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And some of you are in such a, a thick battle for many, many years, and you feel like there's gonna be no end. Some of you just need to close your eyes and envision the victory that God wants to give you this year, 2023. The battle has an end. The battle's not gonna kill your relationships. The battle's not gonna kill your marriage. But you have a choice of what you're fixing your eyes on into this next season. You can choose to start fixing your eyes on thankfulness and being thankful for the blessings that God has given you. 
And thankfulness is really not about when everything is going your way. Worship is not about when your favorite song is playing on the radio or on Spotify or when the worship team is singing your favorite song. Thankfulness in worship, the true test is when you can be thankful and worship in a really difficult place, in a really hard season. Can you focus on the positive thing when you're faced with a negative report from the doctors? Can you focus on the positive? Don't lose heart. Some of you are like, well, why should I worship? Why should I even worship? I don't feel like worshiping. A lot of you are coming into this new year with little hope, little expectancy of what God wants to do in and through this new season. You're like, well, why should I worship? I've been in this battle for years, 10 years I've been in this battle and I just can't seem to get over it. Well, I'd love to interview Job. If you remember Job, Job lost everything, lost his kids, lost his health, lost his friends. And his wife says to him, why don't you just curse God and, and just die? Why don't you just give in to your negative depression? And Job did get bitter in the battle. And he, he realized that he was checked by God. And so he, he asked for forgiveness. And, and the story goes that God double blessed him for the troubles that he went through. But he was, at the end of the book, he began to worship. And God asked him actually to pray for his enemies. Can you be thankful and worship in a really difficult place? You gotta choose not to give into the bitterness, to the anger, to the unforgiveness this year. Choose what you're fixing your eyes on. I'm gonna invite the worship team to come up and come on, we got so much to be thankful for this year. And uh, there's a couple things that you can expect into this new season, this new year. Number one, you can expect that God is going to be with you. God's gonna be with you. Listen, I'm telling you right now, that's the most important part of your year. If God is not with you, you don't wanna be in it. But if he's with you, there is nothing that comes in your way that you cannot stand, amen? If God is with you, who can be against you? Man, God's gonna guide you this year. God's gonna guide you this year. The Holy Spirit, the advocate, the God who guided you in 2022, 2021, 2020 is the same God's gonna guide you in 2023. He's gonna guide you. He's gonna help you. Listen, you need to start focusing on his mercies. His mercies are new every morning. Listen, that means there's nothing that you cannot do that God's not surprised by. There's no mistake or no sin that you do that God's not up in heaven like, I told you you're gonna mess up, ah, you know? Listen, his mercies are new for you every morning. Just because you do something bad this year does not cancel the debt that God paid for you on the cross 2,000 years ago. His mercies are new every morning. Listen, some of you need to let go of the past and press forward. And God's gonna be with you in that. Listen, you need to start trusting in his promises. His promises that he will protect you and help you. Don't start to trust in your own ability. That's where things get a little confusing. Don't start to trust in your own, start to trust in his promises because his promises are true. And the last one is you need to worship your way into this next season. I'm gonna ask everyone to stand all across this place. And um, worship is the weapon against discouragement, against anxiety, against depression. Listen, it, uh, there's often times where I would be in a battle and I wouldn't remember a sermon point, but I'll remember a lyric from a song. 
and I'll get caught so caught up in his blessings versus the negative things that are going on around me. And so last night we had just an amazing, powerful service where we just came up to the front and we worshiped our way into the new year. And that's what I'm gonna ask you guys to do today. We're gonna worship our way. We're gonna start off the new year by worshiping Jesus Christ. And so I'm gonna ask you to get out of your chairs and come on to the front here because I believe there is something powerful when we corporately worship together. So right now, step out of your chairs and let's crowd this altar and we're gonna worship our way into this new year. And this song that I asked the worship team to play is about how the God who moved the mountains in the past is the same God that's gonna move the mountains, the battles that are in your life. Listen, I'm telling you, some, some of you just need to get lost in his presence today. You just need to get lost in his presence. Some of you need to close your eyes and envision the victory that God wants to give you in this new year. Some of you have been battling the depression, a cancer, some health issues, relationships, your marriage. Listen, I'm telling you, start to fix your eyes on the heavenly things because those things are eternal. And we're gonna sing this song, I've seen you move, I've seen you move mountains. Come on, how many have some mountains this year that you just want to go away and pass away? Listen, I'm telling you, worship, worship your way into this new year. Some of you just need to let go. Some of you need to let go of some unforgiveness, some bitterness this year. Some of you haven't even accepted Christ into your life. I can't even think of what better way to start the new year by accepting Jesus Christ into your life to start off 2023 because you don't want to go in this year without Jesus Christ. God is with you. There's nothing that can stand against you if he is with you. And so we're gonna sing this song. I've seen you move, seen you move mountains. And we're just gonna sing that out as a church corporately and believe that whatever mountains you are facing, whatever trials and struggles and troubles that you are facing, that you just begin to give it to God and say, God, I've seen you move. You've moved the mountains. And so I'm trusting you this year. Come on, sing this song together. Here we go.